This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Thursday, the 28th of October. In your Sport Today, an A-League men's footballer comes out. Unvaccinated players won't be coming for the Australian Open. GI is back and we need a favour. This is your Sport Today. We kick off today with the story of A-League men's footballer Josh Cavallo. Yesterday, Cavallo said he was proud to publicly announce that he's gay and that he's the first active Australian men's footballer to do so. Yeah, he is, and he shared the news on social media and then again in a video on Adelaide FC's social channels. Now, in his post, Cavallo says that he's been fighting his sexuality for more than six years and that being a closet gay footballer meant that he had to cover up his feelings during that time. He also said that he felt ashamed that he couldn't be gay and to do what he loves, and that's playing football. But now Cavallo says that he couldn't be happier with his decision to come out. He says that he knows other players who are living in silence and that he hopes that by sharing his sexuality, others who identify as LGBTQ plus will also feel welcome in the football community. Yeah, former Newcastle Jets player Andy Brennan came out in 2019, but that was after he retired. He says it took a lot of courage and is a great message from Cavallo. Now, Cavallo's footballing peers, they've got right around him on social media. Yeah, they sure have, and some of the people include Matilda's captain Sam Kerr, Socceroo Mitch Duke, and then you've got former A-League champion Archie Thompson. They're just some of the people who have shown their support so far. Now, this comes at a time when the culture in Australian football, that's mainly the women's game, has been in the spotlight since Lisa Devanna's allegations of sexual harassment and bullying earlier this month. Now, it's led to Football Australia and Sport Integrity Australia to ask for any complaints at the elite level of the game to be submitted between November and January, which will then be dealt with. Yeah, there's still plenty more to come from that one. I've put links to both those social media posts in the episode notes. The A-League men's season starts on November the 19th. Let's move to tennis now. And those who have been listening all week will know we've almost had a daily segment on the Australian Open and who will and won't be allowed to come down and play. Well, we might finally have an answer and it's not good news for those unvaccinated players. Nah, this isn't really what they wanted to hear, Fez. So a lot happened in a very short space of time yesterday. First, Prime Minister Scott Morrison said that unvaccinated players would be allowed into the country if they got an exemption, but that they just have to quarantine for two weeks. But then a few hours later, Victoria Premier Dan Andrews said that Victoria will not be applying for exemptions for unvaccinated players. Now, as he put it, The whole issue is basically resolved and what that means is some of the best players in the world will not be allowed into Australia next year and that includes world number two Daniel Medvedev and possibly number one Novak Djokovic but he still refuses to share his vaccination status so we don't know exactly what's going to happen with him just yet. Yeah, it remains a mystery. Uh, Australian Open boss Craig Tiley said this week that around 80% of players have been vaccinated and that number is rising. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate. When was the last time one of the big three, that's Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal and Novak Djokovic, when was the last time one of them didn't win the Australian Open men's singles title and who was it? Gabs, you got a clue for us? Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch, this one. Uh, This guy happens to share the same initials as a woman many believe is the goat of tennis. 
I reckon that's pretty easy by your standards, Gabs. <laughs> uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. To cricket now, and yesterday was a big day of Sheffield Shield cricket with plenty of players putting their hands up for Ashes selection, which is just 41 days away. Yeah, look, the eyes were darting a lot yesterday because I had about three screens <laughs> going at once trying to watch all of this. So in Sydney, we had Sean Abbott take six wickets against Victoria, and that's a big deal because he's pushing for a fast bowling spot in Australia's test side for the Ashes. Also in that game, leg spinner Tanvir Sanger made his debut, and he impressed with three wickets. Up in Townsville, Marnus Labashane scored his first 100 for the summer. He made 136 and was animated as ever in his celebrations. And then his captain, Usman Khawaja, he was 63, not out overnight. In Perth, fast bowler Jai Richardson, he picked up three wickets. And like Abbott, he's also in the mix to play in the first test. Now, as you said, Fez, with the Ashes so close, every performance now in the Shield really matters. Yeah, the Ashes are really sneaking up on us. Uh, Over in Dubai, Australia's men's side will play their second game of the T20 World Cup on Friday morning. That match starts at 1am Eastern Daylight Time and you can catch it on KO. Rugby League fans will have been cheering yesterday when they saw the news that Greg Inglis had signed with an Australian club. The only thing is, it's not in the NRL. Instead, he'll play for Maxfield in the Group 2 comp on the New South Wales North Coast. Imagine being a young kid up there and then seeing Greg Inglis run at you on a Saturday (laughs) afternoon. I'd be equal parts terrified and also in awe. And that's because Inglis was one of the most dominant players in the NRL thanks to his speed, size and that big fend of his. He was a star centre and a fullback for the Melbourne Storm, South Sydney Rabbitohs and also for Queensland and Australia at rep level. Inglis, he won a premiership with the Bunnies back in 2014, but then retired from the NRL with 149 tries, which is the 15th most of all time. He then made a surprise return to the game in the UK, but he only played a few matches because of injury. But, Fez, he's back in Australia now and will play for Maxville, which is near Kempsey, where he was born. That's in New South Wales, isn't it, Gabs? Well, I'm looking at a map and it is. That's a question Blues fans have been asking (laughs) for years. Uh, It's a big get for Maxville and one of the reasons he chose to play play for them is because his dad also represented the club. We've now got a quick favour to ask you. We really want to keep growing the Sport Today podcast and one way to do that is to find out a little bit more about you. So we're asking you to fill out a short survey for us. It's only like seven questions and it's super quick. It'll take you about a minute, two at the max. To sweeten the deal, just by filling it out, you could win a $100 Dan Murphy's gift card. A link to the survey is in the episode notes. Gabs, what would you spend the hundred dollars on? Got three words for you: water, melon, cruises. Well, fortunately, Gabs can't win the gift card, but you can just by filling out the survey. If we get heaps of people do it, we won't have to annoy you with any more surveys. Actually, you know what? I've been thinking. Scrap that. I've changed my mind. It's guava cruises. Oh, well, at least that's two words, Gabs. Uh, all right, back to the show. Before the NBA season started, LA Lakers champion LeBron James left a press conference and shared that he wasn't a fan of the ending of the popular Netflix series Squid Game. Don't worry, we won't share any spoilers here. Uh, Well, Squid Game's director has heard those comments and he's hit back. Yeah, no spoilers, please. Uh, But hit back, yeah, probably not so much as hit back, but he did laugh off LeBron's thoughts. When Squid Game director Han Don-yuk was asked about LeBron's comments by The Guardian, he answered with, 
Have you seen Space Jam 2, which LeBron (laughs) stars in alongside Bugs Bunny? And that's, of course, the sequel to Space Jam featuring Michael Jordan. Hung went on to say that he was happy with the ending of Squid Game, but if LeBron has an idea for his own ending, then maybe he should make a sequel. And if he did, Hung would maybe then send him a message saying, I liked your whole show, except the ending. And it didn't quite end there. LeBron saw Hung's quotes on Twitter and asked if it was real, but hoped that it wasn't. LeBron actually has his own production studio so he could probably make a sequel if he wanted to, maybe even a crossover, maybe Space Game. How about Squid Jam? Actually, not Squid Jam. Uh, Yeah, it sounds better as a movie than something I'd want to eat. Yeah, we might leave that one to the professionals. (laughs) Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. And for me, yesterday it was Game 1 of the World Series. The Atlanta Braves beat the Houston Astros. But the big story to come out of it, Gabs, was that Atlanta pitcher Charlie Morton pitched with a broken leg. Yeah, he was hit with a ball, but the first set of x-rays showed no breaks, but then later on x-rays showed a fractured fibula. He's now out for the series, and that's a big blow for the Braves. Yeah, that puts the Brave in Atlanta Braves, doesn't it, Fez? And of course, <laughs> Game 2 is today on ESPN. I'm going to go with basketball today, and Aussie legend David Anderson has retired at the age of 41. Now, he played all over the world and won 22 titles in 23 seasons. He's played in the NBA, played in Europe, and he also played for the Burmers at four Olympics, but he won't be lost to the game. He is now the NBL player liaison officer. Yep, he's one of those guys that has done it all. Uh, as for today's Trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate. Who was the last non-Big 3 player to win the Australian Open men's singles title? Who was it, Gabs? The man, Stanislas Wawrinka. Yeah, shares the initials with Serena Williams, who many consider the GOAT women's tennis player. And he did that in 2014 when he beat Rafael Nadal in four sets. All right, that's it for us today. Enjoy your Thursday, and we're going to catch you for Friday ahead of another big weekend of sport. We'll catch you then.